we're transparent. Nobody here gets paid. We're all doing this voluntarily. So I really would encourage those who, who see what we do, who are inspired by that to contact us because we're open to work with whoever has the same ideas that we do. And, uh, you know, maybe even those uh, folks who we don't align ideally with, uh, if, as long as we're helping those who need the help, that's the most important thing. Hello, and welcome to episode 52 of The Liberland Show. I'm your host, Adam J. Carswell. Today we are joined by Nicholas Rodriguez and Joey Langenbrunner. Both been on the show at least, you know what, I was gonna say at least once because I was thinking of Nick, but Nick's actually been on the show twice now. Joey's been on the show, I don't even know, if you're a true fan of The Liberland Show, please go back and, and look through it. I think Joey's getting close to like <laughs> what feels like 10 episodes, but hey, he's always providing value, always has some, some good things to say about the growth of our country. Anyways, back to, to what these guys are doing here today. Nick is the president of the Liberland Aid Foundation and Joey is the chair and they have some really cool updates on what the, the foundation is working on right now. So guys, thank you for coming back on the show. Great to have you here. Could you share a little bit about what you're most excited about with the Liberland Aid Foundation right now? We'll start with uh, Joey and we'll save the president for last. <laughs> no, Adam, again, thank you so much for um, having us on the show here. We're very grateful for anyone who's involved with um, Liberland. I seriously think that actually... I seriously know, you know, let's be confident here. Um, the Liberland Aid Foundation is one of the best vehicles to really push, you know, everything that we're doing diplomatically. Because if you're providing aid to any country, that helps start a conversation with that government or something like that. So it's really like diplomatic aid and just helping out people. And of course, we're a 501c3. So, you know, if you're from the U.S., you, you know, you can write it for taxes and all that kind of stuff. You know, the Aid Foundation is the best vehicle for anything that we're doing diplomatically. And, you know, I, I can't stress that enough. I'll stress that more. You know, let's hear from the president, uh, <laughs> you know, of the foundation, Nick here, you know, and then we can kind of go into um, some of the few projects that we've done that has really pushed our movement going. Nick, our president. Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Joey, <laughs> for the kind words. Uh, and Adam, thanks again for having us back. We appreciate the uh, the opportunity to you know reach out to all the supporters and and those folks who are interested in listening to what we have to offer. Absolutely. So it's been a busy year, you know. What a crazy year with COVID and all the restrictions. It's been difficult for everybody, especially trying to to adjust to how all all the operations are going these days. But we we've had a lot of success. Our first project was uh, in Serbia. And we were successful at delivering computers, which uh, the tech school in uh, Apatine was able to use uh, for their distance learning. You know, that uh, landed just about the time that the whole COVID situation was starting to unfold. And uh, they were super thankful to get that. And uh, we were very, very happy to be able to provide that to them. You know, VIT came uh, in later on and was able to give them some additional equipment, a 3D printer they're actually using now to teach those students there about uh, that new technology. And, you know, hopefully along with the equipment that we provided them and uh, this 3D printer, they're able to gain some skills that they're going to be able to use in the future. That was, uh, you know, that was our first project out of the gate and it was a huge success. So we're all proud of it. You know, we want to thank all the, the supporters out there that were 
that were helping us uh, try to get that done. We also had a really great project that developed along the, the same time, and it was in Brazil. And we were actually were able to use Bitcoin Cash to finance that. We, we found uh, that there was uh, some restrictions with being able to transfer funds down there. And we were trying to do really is provide some food items to folks that were affected by the, the COVID-19 and the shutdowns that they were dealing with there. And it was really simple. We just needed to get money. You know, we had supporters there through SOS uh, Trabalhadores in Brazil, and it's a group of uh, nurses who were helping to provide the assistance uh, on the ground there. But we just uh, ran into a problem trying to use the SWIFT system to get the funds that they needed to buy the food so that they could provide that to the people who really needed it. And you know what? Guess who came through? It was Bitcoin Cash. If we got it there, you know, same day and they were able to, you know, make it happen to get the, the items that we needed for that. So I want to give a shout out to Roger Beer. If he's listening to this, thank you, sir. Bitcoin Cash came in super handy for us on that one. <laughs> that's we're definitely, so- you know, that's, you know, that is what we used, you know, so here at Liberland, we want to push the envelope of blockchain technology. You know, obviously that's something really key. A lot of people donate to the foundation using cryptocurrency and we're taking that cryptocurrency and giving it right back to the people in need. There you go. And I think that's really, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things you guys just shared that spark my interest. I think the first thing that I never really considered, and Joey mentioned this, is the influence, the diplomatic influence that comes with the Liberland Aid Foundation, the projects that we're working on. I mean, we've been able to touch the lives and people our list of, of what we want to cover here today, hopefully. And it, it looks like at least four or five countries have been uh, blessed through the Liberland Aid Foundation. And that's also super impressive because we had you guys on the show not too long ago to basically talk about the inception of the project. And for you to be able to accomplish what you've accomplished so far shows that you guys really are working hard behind the scenes. You know, this is just some great momentum getting started. So excited to watch this project uh, continue to grow. And, uh, and yeah, I, I think maybe I touched on it there briefly, but Bitcoin Cash kind of saving the day. I think that really says a lot when individuals simply trying to help somebody all you want to do is help someone in another country and the most effective way that you could do it by transferring the money was just kind of, was basically saying, sorry, banks, we don't need you anymore. We're going to go take care of this on our own. Thank you for, for thank you guys for your leadership. And before we get into any other topics, did you guys have any follow-up on maybe anything that I just shared? You know, we have to use this blockchain technology and this cryptocurrency, you know, it's to its full thing, you know, because sure you have all these things, all this different propaganda out there that says, oh, just huddle your crypto, just huddle your crypto. But no, you need, you need to go out there and spend it, you know, getting donations in crypto and then just t- to turn that, to turn that around and sending it anywhere on the world and helping out people. And of course, there's a lot of other foundations and other nonprofits that are doing this, but this is something that we, this narrative, we really need to push, but it's not just about pushing that certain narrative it's the best way of helping people, you know, not dealing with the banks or not dealing with the SWIFT system it makes giving people food at the end of the day easier and faster and more transparent as well. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I know you mentioned, I think briefly the, the Haiti project, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was a pretty big one. Um, and what I would consider a recent, recent victory in regards to what you guys have been working on. Could you go into a little bit more detail about what took place in Haiti? 
Yeah, the Haiti project was a huge success. We're super proud of that. It was it was a it was a big challenge to uh, to gather the resources necessary and and get it there. Haiti has a lot of difficulties, and um, un- unfortunately, the situation there uh, after COVID has become a little more complicated. You know, through the help of uh, of the Red Cross, they they helped us with the distribution, and we were able to secure good quality food here in the U.S. and get it shipped out of uh, Miami through uh, a good partnership that we developed with a distributor down there. Red Cross helped us actually get the food to the people on the ground, and they did an excellent job at um, taking care of doing it in a safe manner that you know wasn't going to allow you know any any conflicts with the regulations with the covid and how they're handling that situation there so yeah it was uh, 38,000 pounds of beans and rice and wow. uh, they were able to manage it in a, a very well thought out way where they had a selection process and you know it wasn't just a, a kind of deal where they're just, you know, shoveling it out there. You know, they making sure that the people are getting it really needed it. And uh, I think that it couldn't have gone any smoother. So we really are looking forward to working with them more in the future. And uh, we, we couldn't say uh, uh, enough good things about the Red Cross and how they handled uh, this project for us down there. So, yeah, we're really proud about this. Yeah. And I want to, I want to touch upon a few points, Nick. I think it's key it's absolutely key that we were able to make all this partnership. So making a partnership with the Haitian or I'm like Red Cross is huge. That makes what we do at the Liberland Aid Foundation a lot more efficient, you know, yeah. because we're not on the grounds. We're over here in the U.S., you know, trying to manage these things. But these people have expertise in the ground and they're doing a fantastic job. And working with that relationship also helps work or get closer to um, a really good connection with the global Red Cross, you know, because if we're doing other diplomatic aid with other uh, countries and we can tap into those networks, you know, so if it's, let's say like the Red Cross for this country or that country, and we can get direct access to everything that they already have, you know, because we don't need to recreate the wheel. You know, we are a new foundation. And so, you know, to be honest, we're working with limited resources you know, if we're working with groups like that, you know, that makes what we're doing just a lot more efficient. And I can't stress that enough. Yeah. I, I love that you just mentioned partnerships too, because that was one thing that I wanted to follow up on. Again, the power and the influence and in partnerships and finding the, the right people to work with, good people to work with. Obviously, the Haitian Red Cross is a huge uh, first step and it's, it's great to see. I mean, also that you guys are able to turn around and be like, we delivered 38,000 pounds. And I was doing the math in my head. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wouldn't that be like 16 tons? Isn't a ton like, I feel, I feel like it yeah. sounds even bigger when you say ton. So 16 tons <laughs> of food <laughs> delivered to people in need through one partnership. And so I want to. Anybody that's uh, interested in seeing that it's documented on our website. We've got good videos and photos of that. So right. Yes. Really yes. We'll plug the website here. I'm sure we will by the end of the interview too, but thank you, Nick. It's, it's LieberlandFoundation.org. Guys, go ahead and check that out as you listen along with us here. But yeah, being able to see where your money goes for a good cause is very valuable right now. I think there's a lot of charities out there and quite frankly, even you see all of like the COVID charities and stuff and there's people just giving money to a source where, you know, this is personal opinion, but you really can't see directly what it is that you're, you're doing. I know I've made a couple of donations, I think, or at least one donation to you guys before and to know that like that helped contribute towards something that I can see is great. And so 
I want to give you guys another opportunity here to speak to, you know, say a potential partner or partnership is listening right now. What message would you have for them to reach out to you? And maybe I, I would follow up with that too and say, who are you looking to partner with? We're always looking for new partners, of course. Specifically, it's hard to say. We ultimately we we would like partners who have the same vision as as we do that would like to to help us support the the folks you know who really need it. We're transparent. Nobody here gets paid. We're all doing this voluntarily. So I really would encourage those who who see what we do who are inspired by that to contact us because we're open to work with whoever has the same ideas that we do. And, uh, you know, maybe even those uh, folks who we don't align ideally with, uh, as long as we're helping those who need the help, that's the most important thing, right? Absolutely. Joey, I'm sure you you got some follow-up on that as well. I think you bring up um, a lot of good points. You know, when we're saying like, hey, we're looking for certain people, I mean, who doesn't want to help out people? Um, Especially with all these things going on. Sure, in a very ironic way, it creates a weird opportunity for us you know so kind of go into you know some other things that we've done Um, we've donated masks Um, you know we delivered to the dominican republic over 700 masks Uh, we also delivered some other covid supplies to serbia and croatia as well you know like little things here and there that we can do you know these things provide opportunities for us in a situation like this because anytime there's a pandemic or situation going on you know we need leaders and so if you're looking for where to give money and stuff like that, you've heard my voice, you've heard Nick's voice, you've heard Adam's voice on the show many times. You've seen pictures of what we've done. We don't get paid for anything like this. And to be honest, we are running on a limited budget. Sure, we're a new foundation. We've been around for a little over a year. But with everything that we've done so far, we have been seeing more money coming in, You know, more you know, like anonymous Bitcoin donations come in, which is great to see. Finally, our work is paying off. So, you know, we're a little bit more established now. We have a better idea of what we're doing. We want to be humble in all this. Moving on, we have a, a lot of projects that we're looking to do. And it comes down to a lot more money that we need. And as I stressed before, this is the best way for any type of diplomacy. What we did in Haiti, you know, we're starting the conversation with the people of Haiti. You know, what we did in Serbia and Croatia, we're starting the conversation there. Those are key. If we're trying to push our country to the next level, this is what we need to do. Sure, we can go have meetings and, you know, behind the scenes and all this kind of stuff, but let's do stuff really helping out, you know, the community, the people in most need of, you know, X country, you know, like whatever country, if it's Haiti, Dominican Republic, Serbia, Brazil, Croatia, the government can see us helping out the people then they're going to be more warmly towards us rather than being skeptical. So this is key. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. And we are getting close to the end here, but a few more things I want to touch on. And one of those, I can't remember if you guys already mentioned it, but could you talk a little bit about Trees for Peace? And then you also said that there's some other projects that you're looking at right now. Is there anything that you're able to uh, leak or give us a sneak peek on that you're excited about? Yeah, sure. Sure. I, I can speak to you a little bit about the Trees for Peace. Like Joey was saying, this is uh, a, a big part of it is building trust internationally, and uh, the return that you get from that um, is is tremendous. And from what we did in Haiti, we're already building that trustful relationship there, and it's led into a another project which is more sustainable with the 
with a uh, project that's centered around agroforestry, so specifically centropic agroforestry. It's, it's a, a way of, for farmers to grow their crops in a more sustainable manner. And we believe that this, with the help of a, a gentleman whose name is Roger Geitzen, he's kind of our, our boot on the ground on this one. And Pat Global's helping in the Trees for Peace. And it's just uh, multiple groups coming in on this one project. We feel that this is going to allow the people of Haiti to have a more sustainable, long-term way to feed themselves. We're really excited about this, where it's going to be centered around education and teaching this concept to the farmers there. They're going to be able to use that to not just grow crops to feed themselves, but create an income source long-term for themselves and their neighbors. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, there you go. I mean, the snowball effect, it's, uh, <laughs> it's in effect. Joey, uh, any, any other comments here? Honestly, I think Nick has, you know, I think he covered everything. You know, sure, we're talking about a lot of other, a lot of other projects um, and stuff like that, but, you know, we can sit around all day and talk about the next project, the next project, but, you know, we're at the stage right now where we got a few projects that we're working on right now. And, you know, we can't start really talking and planning about the next few big projects we can do, you know, without a little bit more donations coming in. So I stress that enough, you know, we got a huge project done in Haiti, Cheese for Peace in the DR, Brazil, Serbia, Croatia, you know, and a few other places, small donations and stuff like that. But if you want to see another big donation, it really comes to you, the people of Liberland to really push that forward because we can't do this without you. Perfect. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Nick. Guys, um, I know we mentioned the website already once. We'll mention it again here. If you like what you heard today, want to get involved, want to donate, please, uh, please donate. As you can see, there's a lot of passion, energy, and positivity behind what's going on at the Liberland Aid Foundation. The website is liberlandfoundation.org. That's liberlandfoundation.org. It's in the show notes. Guys, go ahead and take a look. And then if you want to email Joey or Nick, you guys uh, can correct me if, I, if I've got this wrong, but I have LAF at Liberland.org. That's right. You got it. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thank you very much, Adam. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, appreciate your time. And uh, please visit our website and take a look at uh, some of the, the pages of our past projects. And please help us, uh, help us with our future work. We, we would really appreciate that. And you guys are working on, on building, um, you know, this is an international network as well. So one, one thing that I just thought of before we get out, if anybody listening today, maybe they don't have the capital to donate or not ready to donate right now, but they want to, I was going to say physically, but we're living in a virtual world and that's where I'm going with this. If they want to be a part of the project and help take the project to the next level as a servant, what's the best way for them to, to do that? Just, I guess, and I'm thinking about it, just send you guys an email. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, email will work. We have a, a contact page on the website too. They can that'll uh, go to the the inbox. So just uh, shoot us a message, and we'll get back to you. Yeah, if you have any connections to a, to any partnerships, I know we've actually had a lot of people reach out to our Facebook page and say, "Hey, can you help out in this area?" A lot of people in Brazil are really reaching out to us. You know, because we did one project in Brazil. It's amazing and how much support we actually have gotten from a lot of Brazilians. You know, I swear a huge portion of our Twitter followers are Brazilians. So if you want to see a second, a third, and a fourth project happen in Brazil, people who are actually reaching out to us saying, hey, can you help out in 
over here. I saw you helped out over there. You know, that's pretty big too. Awesome. Good to know there's a demand. I'm sure it's, uh, it's only going to continue to grow with, with guys like you behind the wheel. And we'll give a quick hello and shout out to Stephen Wood, who uh, was not with us here today, but we did have him on a few episodes back. Guys, if you want to go back and, and listen to that, that inception episode of the Liberland Aid Foundation, that was a good one too. And that'll also be able to help you gauge, as I mentioned, just how far um, these guys have been able to take this project. It's an honor to be alongside them here as a Liberlandian. Thank you so much, Adam. Yeah, thank you, Adam. All right, well, guys, this has been episode 52 of the Lieberland Show. Today, we were joined by Nicholas Rodriguez and Joey Langenbrunner. Nick, the president of the Lieberland Aid Foundation, and Joey, the chair. I'm your host of the Lieberland Show, Adam J. Carswell. Thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you in the next episode. If you enjoyed the Liberland show, be sure to check out my personal podcast as well, Dream Chasers, Interviews with the Future. A link to Dream Chasers is in the show notes. And lastly, if you've noticed, we do not have any ads here on the Liberland show, and we intend to keep it that way. The production of the show is completely voluntary. I know for myself, it's a lot of fun. If you like what you hear, if you want more Liberland content to continue to come your way, don't worry, I got you. And I would really appreciate any type of donation whatsoever, just because that always puts a smile on my face too. So donations can be sent to the Bitcoin or Ethereum receiving addresses below in the show notes. It's up to you guys and what your preference is. If you've never used Bitcoin or Ethereum, now's the perfect time to get your first action in the crypto market. Thanks again for tuning in. And like we always say, we will catch you in the next episode.